We're aware that there are sound issues. Cammy and I were over here and could not understand the announcements and the giving time. Uh, I've been told that some of you only got one line of the sermon that you heard. And I'm really sorry. They're working on that now. And I'm not hearing Albert as clearly as I normally would. But we heard you this morning better than we ever have where we're sitting. You heard it really well right here. Yes, yes. Okay. And, ooh, that, that's better. Excellent. Well, well, thank you. Well, if you have any questions about what I said, go talk to these people. Um, these beings move in dimensions unknown to us. Matthew 12, 43 and Luke 8, 31. When an evil spirit comes out of a man, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. And they begged him repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. Well, <coughs> let me just remind you, you know of four dimensions. You, you know of, uh, to simplify it, length, depth, width, and time is there. But there, uh, and then the fifth dimension had some hits in the 70s. But there are, physicists have, have isolated 10 dimensions if you're in string theory, there are 11 dimensions. And right now, string theory, theory is a, a theory in crisis. It'll be interesting to see how that comes out. But there are also, there's a, um, one branch of an M theory that says up to 17 dimensions. Now, that sounds like, ooh, that can't be. People are just making it up. Please remember, your eyes were created for you to function well on this planet. They were not created for you to see everything. For example, uh, a bird sees colors you do not see. A bird sees colors that indicate hurt, that indicate anger, that helps them survive in the world. Parrots see it, and, and we worked with parrots for eight years. They know when you're having a bad day, and they know when you hurt, and they know where it is, because their eyes were designed for this, because parrots don't know how to defend themselves. Therefore, hiding and getting away from certain things is how you protect yourself. Um, there are lions see you if you move. Rhinos have about the worst eyesight possible because they don't need it. They're, all they need is to see something moving and they'll charge it. Stand still. I'll let you try that out in real life. But my point is this. When we talk about all these other dimensions, it is so easy for people that aren't in physics to think, yeah, it's la la land, they're just making it. No, these can be demonstrated. And I say all that to say this, there is so much room for the spiritual to be moving around that our eyes don't see. Yes? This is a, an amazing passage to me. I'm confident that the that the demons uh, uh, at least are included in the spirits of the Nethanim who died. You and I have a little different understanding there, mm -hmm. I think. But in any case, they, I think, did not want to be sent into the tar Tartarus. Right. And so because there was some opportunity, if as, um, as long as time would go on, that they could enter a warm body. And yeah, there's but... something about that that seems to me to be connected here. And, and the word you use, Tartarus... Um, that is, uh, remember the rich man in Lazarus? The rich man went into Tartarus, a place of torment. That's correct. So, all right. It's a place of, of evil spirit, of, of fallen angels 
not all of them are there. Some are in his, you know, in his, uh, to, to help Satan do his work. But I think that there are many there, and they did not want to go into that place because it's a final. It's a final. That's right. And, and again, people that are thinking, eh, remember, there's a lot of room out there. We're mainly space. Yes, sir. Yes. I, I am not, but, that's, but that will help me explain what I'm talking about. So thank you. Dark matter and dark energy. Well, I might be referring to it. I'm not sure to what. I'll just go ahead. Um, gravity is a real problem. It's a serious problem. The universe acts like there's a lot more gravity than should be there. Because you can't have gravity without mass. I'm going to do this as simply as I can, not because I think you're stupid, but because you have a life and you don't study this stuff, perhaps. There is way too much gravity in the universe for the mass that is there, especially when of the four forces, gravity is by far the weakest. Therefore, there's a theorem, and it has been for a great amount of time, about dark matter, and because where you have matter, there will have to be energy, dark energy. Estimates vary, but it is thought that dark matter and dark energy make up by far the vast amount of the universe, even though we can't find it. I want you to remember something here. If I am an, if I'm, I'm Mr. Electron, if I am the nucleus of this electron, uh, I'm sorry, atom, I'm an atom, I'm the nucleus. The closest electron to me, you remember you, drove those, you drew those S1s and S2s, right? The closest one will be back there at, at, the, at the entrance of our church to scale. The second one will be very close to the interstate. We're space. There's a whole lot of room. And our eyes aren't able to find what our math can find. And so that's... Um, you need to go to YouTube sometime and just uh, put in journey into a black hole and just see how they are trying to show us how matter breaks apart at the edges. It is truly amazing that we're here at all. I've heard people fly off the handle. I'm thinking, well, you can, you know, it's amazing. You're going to fly into space one of these days. It's, um, this, did you want to say something? Oh. Except to say that, that gravity is a serious enemy, but also a great friend that you couldn't do without it. That's, that's exactly right. But the older I get, the less I like it. You know, that's just frank, frankly. Me too. Okay. Um, they are sometimes known as, I love this phrase in Deuteronomy 32, 17, gods who recently appeared. Now, we're going to talk a lot about this when we get back to the creeds. We only have one more creed to introduce, and that's the Nicene Creed. Those are considered the creeds of the church, and they shut down at 325. Why? Because by that time, enough scriptures have been gathered, and Constantine had stopped the persecution of the church. So they didn't need a secret portable as much as they did before. They can now study the scriptures and, um, and become far more well-informed about how this story developed. But then we are going to go back to the creeds and look at them line by line. I believe in God the Father Almighty. We're going to spend a Sunday talking about our Father.
You see how, we, and we're going to go down through the great doctrines of the church. You need to know, uh, and I'll bring this up, so act surprised like you've never heard it when I do it later. Uh, you need to know that atheists like to use this trick on us. And they'll say, you're an atheist too. Because you don't believe in Shiva. You don't believe in Thor. You don't believe in Apollo. And that may, it, the idea is to make you think, well, if you don't believe in all those other gods, why are you holding on to one? You know, just let loose of that last little bit of fable, they would say. They say, you're just like us. We're atheists too. And, I, and most Christians are stunned. It's like a deer in the headlights at that stage. So we're going to give you the defense to that. But just like the news people that say, is something about to kill you, news at 11, I'm going to make you wait uh, until then. But you, again, I love that phrase, gods that recently appeared. They're Johnny come lately, as the phrase goes. Uh, and we're, by the way, we're going to look at all of those that are named in scripture later. You know, Moloch, Dagon. You have something? I believe that. I believe that evil, uh, just like cancer, uh, it changes, mutates. Mm -hmm. and this is a mutation, and it will account for any given time in history to uh, counter a good that's going on at that time. I believe this is a mutation, <coughs> a mutation of evil here. It is certainly a new, new appearance, obviously. Um, Psalm 106, 34 through 39. Watch how demons use peer pressure and rival cultures to pull people away from God. They did not destroy the peoples as the Lord had commanded them, but they mingled with the nations and adopted their customs. They worshipped their idols, which became a snare to them. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons. They shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was desecrated by their blood. They defiled themselves by what they did. By their deeds, they prostituted themselves. Now, once you th what happened? They did not destroy the peoples. I, the genocidal passages in Scripture are very troubling. You do need to know, however, that in Middle East war talk, when you destroy a people, what you've done is you've cut off the head. You have removed the government from it. For example, uh, the walls of Jericho. The people who lived in Jericho couldn't fit in Jericho. That's not what walls are. Walls are to protect the government. It's just like we used to live in Colorado Springs and we'd look out our back deck and there'd be Pikes Peak and right over here is Cheyenne Mountain. And you know it's Cheyenne Mountain because it's covered with all kinds of super high antennas. What is Cheyenne Mountain? I hear you cry. It's hollow. And it will withstand any nuclear blast that'll come. That's where they do, the Air Force in particular runs that, uh, monitors all sorts of stuff. And I have a friend who goes in and out there, but he's never told me about it because he's not allowed to. We all know it's there. That's not a secret. But it's the stuff in. And by the way, you can apply for a tour. It, they, they warn you it takes about two years for the FBI to run all the background check. And I'm going, eh, kind of afraid of what they'll find. So no thanks. Um, but again, just be aware that the genocidal doesn't mean every man, woman, boy, and child, even though it sounds like that. What this means is that they went in and allowed the culture to change them. They didn't change the culture. They, 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 they shed innocent blood. You might be thinking, what a horrific thing. The head of Planned Parenthood tweeted this week 
saying that they needed to talk more and more about that abortion was the safest surgical procedure known. That more than 99% of you know, all people who have it are, um, are healthy with zero complications. And they're talking about a procedure which guarantees the death of one of two participants. But to the God of choice, the God of, I don't want to be bothered, the God of economics, the God of not now, how many millions of babies are slaughtered so we can maintain our lifestyle? And by the way, if those babies had lived and gone to work, perhaps we wouldn't worry about Social Security. But, or, or immigration. Or immigration. or We would all be, it, it would be a different world if we didn't kill our babies. And by the way, demographics would change. You, uh, white people would probably be in a minority by now, and I'm okay with that, by the way, people. Populations do that in history, and that's fine. But we, uh, uh, Margaret Sanger actually pushed abortion particularly to make sure that black babies were killed. That was her, and a couple of our politicians have received the Sanger Award proudly recently, and I just shake my head. Molech and Dagon are alive, and people are still sacrificing to those demons. They just don't call it that. Be careful. The world is better at evangelizing us than we are at evangelizing them. We ought to understand that, know that, and deal with it. Uh, don't run and don't be afraid. Just understand. Be Chesty Puller. <laughs> and many of you know who that is. Chesty Puller was the uh, Marine that went from grunt, private, uh, all the way up to being the head of the Marines. Most decorated Marine in history. Uh, Marines to this day, when they go, when they turn lights out, Somebody in each barracks will say, good night, Chesty, wherever you are. It reminds them of them. Here's, a re here's an example of why. In Korea, they were, they were surrounded. One unit was there, a Marine unit. The Marine unit had gone in to bring the army wounded out because nobody else would go in. But they did. Radio came in, Chesty Puller was in there, and they said, Give us your situ position situation. He said, we are surrounded. Everything's fine. They said, would you clarify? He said, we have the enemy to the north of us, the enemy to the south of us, the enemy to the east of us, the enemy to the west of us. We are outnumbered eight to one. We have them where we want them. <laughs> so when I say they're better at something, I'm not saying, oh, be afraid. I'm saying, suit up, gear up, stand up, and go to work. And you can do it. Don't be afraid. Fear is not an option. We have the armor of God except for one piece. Paul left out the back piece. So did the Romans. They actually had one that they used for parades, but it was removed before the battle. Because if you turn your back on the battle, they want you to die. So you face forward. Have you ever read um, Stephen Crane, since this is America, The Red Badge of Courage? Kids used to have to read that. Uh, I would recommend that you do. All right. Demons use peer pressure and rival people to pull people away from God. Let's take a look at the names given to the lead demon, we think. <coughs> and, and Albert, going to really probably lean on you here because sometimes we think it's talking about the head guy and it might not be. It might be one of the principalities of the powers of the air and there seem to be ranks. Satan is used 24 times in the Old Testament 
83 times in the New Testament, but only 70 of these are direct references to the devil. The reason is that the word Satan was very well known there as uh, a word used for a spy who looks for dirt on you to report to the authorities. Some would say a prosecuting attorney, but that's a bit of a slam to prosecuting attorneys. This is slimier than that. Um, These are the people in Russia who would teach the children that if your parents say anything disloyal to Stalin, it is your duty to tell us. And so it's hard to always figure out where this, is this a person? Uh, Is it a being? Uh, Serpent occurs five times in the Old Testament. Every time I I talk about snakes, um, I'll get people that will say they are beneficial. I know that. I really do. And people say, that's a corn snake. Leave it alone. You know, it might be in disguise. You know, if the color is a little bit different, it's a coral snake, it'll kill you. You know, and so I don't like snakes. Uh, Now, I don't like snakes. My wife's hatred of them is is higher. So whenever we're at a zoo and, and the herpetorium... She stays outside. Nothing wrong with staying outside. I have to go inside. Why? I have grandsons. They want to go and tap the glass. <laughs> Dude, you know, they're going to remember you. Um, serpent is there for a reason. Serpents are things you come upon. And you didn't expect them. Remember that. The devil's never going to knock on the door saying, I'm the devil, I'd like to tempt you today. He's going to come from a non-defended place. This is, I've used the illustration before, but when we moved into our house in Detroit, it was in January. And again, I say Detroit. We were north of Detroit, but that whole area is metro. Um, The day all the boxes were delivered and we got them off the truck and the truck is gone. My son, who at that time, I think was 11 or 12, I I could be off. Uh, We stepped out into the, the light snow that was on the ground. And I looked at him and I said, it's our job to break into this house. We just moved in that day. But the idea that I wanted to teach him, and it's also just a good practice, let's find the weak spots. And I talked to him about, you have to do that in your life as well. Every so often you have to stop and say, if I was the devil, how would I come at me? And don't cheat. Don't say, oh, I would make me filthy rich to see if I, no, no. Be honest. What's it going to be? How's he going to come at you? He never, I was never tempted to do drugs. I thought they were fascinating because I saw the movies, and the movies were full of colors and beautiful music, and I'm thinking, well, that would be fun. But when I realized you put a chemical in your brain and it might change it forever, I thought, that's a roulette wheel I don't want to spin. So I was never tempted. I was never tempted to smoke. I'm not saying that that's a sin above all sins. Never tempted to smoke. However, I am still to this day tempted to judge people harshly. I'm still to this day really good at finding fault. So I know some of the buttons the devil wants to push. I do. Plus, I'm an introvert. He knows how to push that one. Don't go to work. It's too people-y. I have an open-door policy that fails dramatically because people keep coming in. So the serpent, watch for the serpent. Uh, my buddy Doug Buttry is here. He and I uh, are golfing buddies. And he'll tell you, anytime I hit a ball into the high grass, I, not that that's ever happened. <laughs> it happens with some regularity. 
he'll start to go for it. And I'll say, don't. I'll say, first of all, it's cheap. I buy cheap golf balls because we're not going to be together long enough to form a relationship. I'm not going to invest into this. Second, a new golf ball is a lot cheaper than anti-venom. So, no, don't. He'll still go in there. <laughs> He's not afraid of, you know, anyway, I am. Uh, the next one, Revelation 12, uh, that's up there. He, is, he does not hold to the truth. He is the father of lies. He's a murderer, deceiver, cunning, leads minds astray, and disguises himself as an angel of light and leads the whole world astray. The world will look at you and say, because you do not agree that there are infinite number of genders and you can be any one of them you want on a given day, you are hateful. What are they trying to do? There's Satan as an angel of light. I'm the loving one. Come here. They'll do the same if um, uh, somebody is killed and, mur and tortured and murdered and the state decides to kill them. By the way, I'm not a big fan of the death penalty, so don't misread me. People will rally around uh, saying, oh, this is horrible, we're going to take this life. And I'm thinking, where are you when all the other lives are taken? Um, there have been some numbers crunched recently about minorities killing minorities, and it's a genocide on our streets, and yet nobody's, I say nobody, nobody's getting the media attention of talking about it. We have to say, they act, in fact, if you do, they say, oh, you can't say that. We love everybody. And I'm going, that's an angel of light disguise. Yes. Also in Revelation 12, he's called the accuser of our brothers. Yes. And I, I, I thank you for bringing that up. I always tell people, if you are picking on other churches and other believers, you've just joined Team Satan. Because that's his main job. All right. Gonna run. I have to stop whenever I run out of drink. And it's the drink is a diet. I don't know what. And we had a, a, one of the, the elders that was not in, he, one of the leaders that was with us for the training this week. Spent has spent thirty some years working for Coca Cola, and I walked in with the Pepsi, and oh my goodness, religious divisions almost overwhelmed us. I said, brother, I am intensely loyal to whatever's on sale this week. That's it. He is called the evil one, the tempter. Um, well, there, each one of these could be a sermon. Uh, he's not going to tempt you, tempt you uh, repeatedly for something that you're not interested in. He may tempt you at first and see, oh, they're not interested, and find another one. They look for the weak spots. It's, it's really a valuable thing before you leave and enter an area. I before I go on an airplane, I remind myself, he always wants me to judge people. He always wants me to be unfriendly so I can put up this wall of silence. Do you remember the old Get Smart TV show? They had, what was that, the cone of, the cone of silence? Oh, I want one. I want one. I'd never take it off, really. Except around the grandsons, you know. I just, but uh, it's just, I know I'm going to be tempted to be unkind. So I check myself before I go in. I could make sure nobody talked to me in an airport. All you have to do is wear a t-shirt that says, ask me about Jesus. But I don't do that. Tempter. Beelzebub. All right, let's play with this one. And, and Brother Lemon's going to use you on this one too. Probably, I, it, probably he's a prince. 
of demons. He's probably a ranking demon, but not Satan, if I understand my Jewish friends enough. Uh, is that where you would put him? Or? Well, it actually is, was an old, uh, it was an old uh, <coughs> god of the Philistines yes. that really, uh, the maggot that took care of the dead bodies and they worship him. There's an interesting thing, particularly in Matthew and Luke's account, when Jesus is accused of being Beelzebub, and it's interesting that he said, you can talk bad about me, but don't talk bad about the Holy Spirit. Isn't that interesting? And it was in this connection with Beelzebub and those references. Yeah, and, and I agree. I think that they were going at the source of Jesus' power and calling it Beelzebub, which uh, the source of Jesus' power was the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about Beelzebub. It's actually a play on words. I don't know Greek, but my dad taught us Hebrew growing up. Um, but yeah, I know you'd trade childhoods with me in a heartbeat. Um, the, um, it's a play on words. Most Middle Eastern countries have no curse words. Therefore, they wrap around. Uh, do you remember the old, was it little Jimmy Dickens, may the bird of paradise fly up your nose? Who did that one? It was him? Okay. Um, that's a Middle Eastern type curse. Uh, but they also like to play with words. Now, you, one, of, one of the recent presidents here, uh, George H.W. Bush, knew this. And I don't know why he never got credit for this. Whenever the first Iraq war, he would always refer to Saddam Hussein as Saddam Hussein. You remember that? And some people looked at that and said, is that a main accent or is he just ignorant? It's Saddam, it's not Saddam. He knew exactly what he was doing. He had been the head of the CIA before he became a president. He knew how to get under the skin of people in the Mideast. Saddam Hussein, Saddam means mighty ruling lord warrior. Saddam, I gotta be careful here, means the South end of a northbound donkey and so so he sorry north end of a southbound mule uh, all right we're clearly di divided by um versions of scripture the um and so they play on words like that. and so he knew what he was doing was was, was showing disrespect to the, because they got cnn over there um if you remember, the CNN reporters in the first Iraq war wouldn't even tell the army what they knew about where the bad guys were because they said, no, this is our audience. You know, that we can't, we can't compromise our journalistic um, ethics. And then we all laughed. And Anyway, um, Beelzebub was most likely a Jewish play on the word Beelzebel, which means the lord of the castle, the reigning demon. Beelzebub is Lord of the Flies. And so the Jewish people played with the word. Again, very powerful. Um, when they didn't want to cross the Jordan River because it was in flood state, the Philistines on the other side figured Beelzebub would take care of it. That that was a Lord of storms and battle. And, and by the way, the Lord of storms kept coming for Jesus too. Every time he crossed the Sea of Galilee, it looks like. Do you have anything you want to add to this? Okay. The God of this age, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, is that not chilling? I think that could be said about every age, don't you? I was at a place once where the, a speaker, a good friend of mine, 
brought up that the devil was prince of this world. And one of the, another speaker came up and, and just disagreed. You know, Jesus is king and Jesus is Lord. And I kept thinking, Jesus is the one that called him the prince of this world. We need to remember this. Is God ruler over all? Absolutely by law. But not de facto. Not in fact. Until God finally says, time shall be no more. Then that'll end that. But the God of this age, we need to remember when we walk out, we are walking out into a dangerous environment. Not, do not be paranoid. Do not be afraid. As my son often texts me when something comes up, he will say, keep your eyes, pray with your eyes open and keep your head on a swivel. One of our friends here prays with his eyes open all the time. Wayne Howe. He'll even tell you, we, we brought the, the leaders out to see the cross that the Hewitt's so graciously uh, and built for us. And uh, Wayne was coming through. Now, we wanted to introduce him to Wayne because you've got to meet Wayne. And uh, he started talking to him, and I said, Wayne, would you give a prayer for us before we go? And he, he, he was, well, yeah, come on together, and, you know, and hold hands. And I went, ah, oh, that backfired. Uh, so, and so we're all holding hands. And, and he said, now, now do it like I do it. I pray with my eyes open. I thought, I didn't know that. That was pretty cool. But keep your eyes open. God of this age. Also called Belial. Now that, I don't know if that's a name or not. It really means wicked or base, vulgar. Is that, do you look upon that as a personal name? Oh, his mic is not working right now. Try again. It isn't. It is not. <laughs> All right, she's going over. I'm going I'm to walk down because I want to hear what you have to say. Um, you can stand up if you need to or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Evil, corruption, rot. Uh, why don't you think about this? I, I am so thrilled to live in the age of the internet. You know, last night I made hotel reservations for Cammie and I coming and going. I didn't have to call anybody. Didn't have to do it. It's fast. Pair prices. I, do, I love that. I love. I can go to Wikipedia and get almost reality truth thingy. I can, I can look up statistics. I can, I, can, uh, I can watch old TV shows. You know, it's a blessing. But I saw this list once, and I didn't take a picture mentally and, and remember it. But the, the top visited sites are heavily weighted for porn. What happened? Invasion. If that doesn't ring with you, how about comedy? I love comedy. I love laughing. I grew up, you know, watching, Mon well, only when dad wasn't near, watching Monty Python, things like that, uh, and which is real humor, get over it. Um, you know, I, the ministry of silly walks and I'm a lumberjack and all that was just hugely important to me, and I love humor. I have a Sirius XM radio in my, my truck, and I love it. I can't listen to the comedy stations. They have one they say is clean family comedy, but they go all the way back to, uh, to, to people making fun of John F. Kennedy. And I'm going, I'm sorry, I have no point of reference to understand why that's funny. 
why can't I, even comedy clubs, one guy is coming and I'm thinking, oh, I'd like to see him. I'm always afraid of what else is going to happen. Because it's gotten to be political. It's gotten to be angry. The F word is every sentence, sometimes more than once a sentence. It has invaded our comedy. It's invaded so much. The devil puts in rot. Think of it this way. When you buy a bag of oranges, why is it there's always one rotten one in it? Who's in charge? They're doing a bang-up job, I'll tell you that. I don't think they've ever missed a bag. What happens if you don't get that thing out quickly? They're all going. They're all going. If a banana starts to go bad, it actually gives out a signal to the other ones to go bad too. And that's why the shortest time we can measure is the banana second from the time that you buy it to the time you can't eat it. It's so frustrating. You know, I've come home, why'd you buy rotten bananas? They weren't what I bought. They, um, anyway, it is so quick. Rot starts with one and works its way in. So again, he doesn't show up saying, I'm going to tempt you today. He works slowly. He's got time. Yes, please. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. right you're, you're right the decay started with Adam um, I like it by the way that Paul in one passage said that Eve sinned first and another he says Adam sinned first people they were together it doesn't really matter he had to, making different points um, the decay of that's also something very fascinating to us uh, in science is to try to track the universe backwards by the rate of present decay and people work on that very hard we don't have a unified theory a grand unified theory is what that's called that has not yet arrived but um, th the rate of decay of us is measurable uh, not only of us but rocks you know stuff is decaying it's breaking down uh, Want to be, you, know, you might want to read N.T. Wright's book, Surprised by Hope, to, to see his view of how it's going to be put back together by Jesus in, in a new heaven and a new earth. He's called the Prince of the Power of the Air. That one kind of scares me, and I'm not sure I know why. Is um, any significance you want to? Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. You know, between me, the nucleus, and that first S, S level, he has a lot of room to effort, to work. Yeah, this is dangerous stuff. Um, the dragon. I find it fascinating. Every culture has a dragon or serpent story. Now please remember, most dragons did not look like on the Welsh flag, the prototypical dragon now, or in the Hobbit, you know, um, that sort of thing. Most dragons in the ancient world were giant snakes. Uh, big snakes, bigger than an anaconda, that were also wise. That's why a, an, an, a Chinese New Year, as they're doing their, their dragon, it looks a lot more like a snake. Well, that's, dragon and snake are kind of linked. It just amazes me. Everybody has a dragon story, and creationists will tell us that it's because human beings were alive when 
uh, dinosaurs were. And that's when you start a big slap fight that I don't really want to get into. But we've always been afraid of a dragon. And that interests me, even though we may call it a serpent. And especially in the Congo, they have some, and Central African Republic, there are several right there that have some fascinating snake stories that are so convincing, people are still trying to find it. Uh, nobody has yet. Just got dark, didn't it, outside? Hmm. Uh, Prince of Demons, the strong one. Remember that whenever you watch somebody on TV act like they can cast him out and prancing about on the stage. He is the adversary. He is the angel of the abyss. Now that's a fascinating phrase. The old cartoons of hell. Oh, I'm over. I'm over. Um, real quick. Old cartoons of hell have Satan and his demons poking you with forks. Satan's not in charge of hell. Satan's going to be an inmate. So he's not doing that. He is the messenger of what's going to happen to us if we let ourselves go evil. Got to stop. Got to let you loose and grab the children. Thank you. Cheerio. Run away.